0: It is the Brotherly Love Podcast on Anchor.fm and a variety of your podcast platforms with the one and only, the legendary John Francis Lawrence Mita. My name's Joe O'Donnell. You probably knew that already. Shout out to the guy at the CVS that listens. Yeah, CVS, Rick, John man. Mita. Big
1: shout out. Big shout out to Rick. You know? That guy, Rick. That guy.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, well. This will be the last podcast we do during the baseball season. I can guarantee you that because as we record this thing, John Mita, the Phillies, was well, they were looking so good for a few days. there. now trailing three games to two, going back to Houston for a Saturday night game six, facing elimination for the first time all season long, or at least all playoff long. I guess you could argue points during the year. They had some games that they either had to win or you could pack it in. But I digress. Uh, first of all, how the hell are you, my friend?
1: Joe, I wish I would – I mean, I'm just not feeling great. I mean, it was just – I'm exhausted. Let's put it that way. I mean, I think everyone is in the Delaware Valley and the tri-state area. I mean, these games are so late. You're into it. The intensity, your emotions, it's, it's draining. And then when you don't come up on the right side of things, it's even worse. It's like – Yeah. It's just like – well, I was going to say, do you know anybody, say, that, was <laughs> was you know anybody that was? Do
0: you know anybody that was at Game Five?
1: I do. Michael Hamilton got to take his girls and uh, to go see Game Five. So. I know
0: little Mike was there. My sister was there, so we know some peeps. But did you get a sense from anybody? Because I was here in WIP. The crowd wasn't into it as much, and yeah, and then somebody's basically like, "Man, it's been like a bender." Like by the end of the bender, even if you're in Vegas, that last night is hard.
1: <laughs> I mean, Philly sports well, fans. You are Philly just trying to get to the airport. I know exactly what that feels like, Billy. Yeah, well your your bachelor
0: party was example one A, my friend. Um,
1: Hundred <laughs> percent.
0: But you know, like I get it, it right?
1: Right. If they
0: weren't playing great. You're starting to go, oh, here we go. I mean, as you're if you're the underdog in particular, if the if the favorite, so to speak, starts to get the lead, you're thinking, oh, it's gonna slip away. So Look, when you're getting no hit, what the hell is to cheer about? Let's be honest.
1: Well, that's it. And then somebody would, like, call and complain. Like, man, the fans should did a better job. It's hard to cheer when nobody is doing anything you're sucking on the field. And here's the
0: other thing, too, John I Mina. Mean, to most most of the people there, I'm not going to say them all, but I'd yeah. say 70% are at least somewhat liquored up. And, you know, you get in party mode and everything's great, and then you have a somber moment. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to stay with it, you know? It's hard to.
1: It's hard to reactivate. I agree. So, I'm not... I,
0: I wasn't there. Um, you know, I had no sound for Game
1: 2. Yeah.
0: Game 5. Yeah. Game 3. I mean, like, no sound. Game 1 I watched from a sports bar in Detroit, and I lit the bar on fire at the MGM Casino. Nice. Um, so, that was fun. But... You know, like, for the most part, I haven't been able to hear the crowd, hear the announcers. Like, I'm just watching on an iPad while professional ice hockey is going on in front of me, you know. Uh, And last night, I had cell phone on the Eagles, iPad on the Phillies, and an ice hockey game going on. So, you know, I did my best. I definitely saw as much as I could, but I'm going to defer to you here. Um, Let's just start with this, then. Sure. Your confidence level, we'll go right to the fills. We'll touch on the birds in a minute here on the Brotherly Love Podcast. How do you feel? First of all, do they force a game seven? Like, what? where are you at?
1: On a scale to one to ten, I'm looking at a six and a half. All right, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible. I, I don't think it's mission impossible. But, man, this team's going to have to dig deep. Because I really feel like game five, I mean – yeah, listen, that game was so crucial, right? You you get back home, boom, you have that five home run game. You're making history. You're like, there, there's no way this team's losing, right? Then you have game four, and then you get you go up against a buzzsaw of a combined no hitter. And, and let's just let's just break down the Astros bullpen right now, okay? Right now, I saw a graphic last night, which is just mind blowing to me. Like, through the 51 innings in the postseason, they've given up five earned runs. Like, their ERA, they're, like, on pace to be a .88. Now, keep in mind, their season ERA was the best in baseball at 2.0, which is unprecedented and unheard of. Now these guys are at a .88. So it's like you're just really running into some tremendous pitching. And it's like, is good pitching going to beat good hitting no matter what? And that's kind of what we're faced with. And listen, it, honest to God, if, if if you only give up three runs, you're averaging seven runs a game. You should be able to put four to five on the board. And some of our best hitters just came up so, so small. I mean, between Reese and JT Real Muto, I mean, they were 0 for 10 last night with like seven strikeouts.
0: Yeah, Just I think complete... I saw that. I think I saw Real Muto, Hoskins, and Castianos. Yeah, uh, in the last two games,
1: are zero for twenty-five. Yeah, all right. I mean, that's, right. I mean, that's that's, and you need somebody the heart for... of your lineup. That's it. And you need some. You need some protection for Bryce Harper, because listen, the 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 you know the heater that he was coming on into this series. Like, why would John you? Man, he's still on it. No, it's I know still he's still him. there. No, I'm with I you. I mean, do you see the pitches
0: he's taking? Now, I will say this. The umps are giving him the benefit of the doubt, but how could you not with how well he's yeah. hitting, right? If yeah. it's close outside corner, like in the ninth inning last night, Maldonado's chirping, Harper's like, that's a ball. Well, even if it was a strike, it was so damn close. Who do you think the umps going to side on? The yeah. guy that could be the MVP of the postseason? Right. Or, you know, so I hear you, man. They Look, they need – Somebody else got to step so, up. Yeah, and, so, I
1: mean, if, if, if you break down last night games, there was a couple big, big, I think big keys throughout. You know, Hoskins comes up. He's got bases loaded. He need to get something done there. There was yep. another time where maybe, you know, Boehm gets on base. Maybe you try to have stop bun, try to get somebody in scoring position with, like, one out. They didn't do that. So, uh, and then it's like, did, did he go to – Anthony Dominguez too early in the bullpen. Did he leave Cindergard? And listen, Rob Thompson's been doing a tremendous job. It's just that last night, just we, we, we just can't hit right now. Missed so,
0: opportunities, my friend. Missed opportunities. That, that's, that's Here, it, right? Here's the one thing that I didn't like, and it was in the first inning. And actually, they did it twice.
1: Yeah.
0: Why are you bringing the infield in? It's the yep. first inning. Yeah. You know, yep. and, and they did it in game uh, in game four as well, early yeah. in the game. Right. Like Altuve leads off with a double that really becomes a triple. Why right. are you bringing the infield in?
1: Yeah, that didn't really what do you,
0: Like, what? It's yeah. nothing, nothing in the top of the first. It's two batters into the game. You're bringing the infield in? I, I, I don't understand that. Lay yeah. back, field that ground ball. Now you have one out. Yes, it's one nothing, but you have an out. Instead, Pena slashes a single. Now he's on base, and you got no outs. Now, there was no further damage, but it was just driving me crazy. Right.
1: Yeah. You don't just... manage
0: that much differently in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay? In my opinion. But you're right. Rob Thompson's done a phenomenal job. I have no yeah. criticism of him. You know, no. I-, I thought Syndergaard gave it his all. That's exactly what I was hoping from Noah Syndergaard. Was That's a it. Veteran, veteran approach. Some paint yeah. some corners. You know. That's it. This team, Interpol- the Astros, here's the other thing, Johnny, I mean, i hard to cut you off, but the Astros aren't making mistakes. No. Okay, they're not giving the Phillies extra outs. They no. played basically, I saw this on Twitter, and it's so true. They played basically perfect baseball the last two games. They got good pitching. They got two-strike and timely hitting. Yeah. They fielded the ball well, and everything they hit seemed to find a hole. The shift is on, they dink it somewhere. Broken yep. bat, it lands somewhere. Little yep. dribbler, Eflin, can't field it and throw it in time. Like, And then you get you know Schwarber tattoos one in game four over the first base bag it's three inches foul and you end up getting no hit game five he hits a rope mancini hasn't played in the field in literally almost a calendar month and he comes up with maybe the best play of his life and then the kid from westchester you know out in center field scales the wall like that ball could have become dislodged it could hit the fence before his glove four more feet in the air and it's gone Mm -hmm. like so many different scenarios there uh, and so you're and right. That's just it. Gotta, well and the other thing deep. is too,
1: I mean, like, have the Astros, I'm like trying to think, like, have they committed one error in the entire World Series? Like, I don't remember them blundering anything in the field bed. no, No, the Padres blundered a bunch.
0: Padres the weren't exactly blunder. clean. Right.
1: But I can't, you know, Houston's just and 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 then so so, game six, right? Here's – you know, let's go to game yeah, six. Yeah, break it down. Right. Well, I mean, what is Zach Wheeler going to give him, right? That's going to be the key. You're yep. giving him extra rest. He's on a dead arm. I don't know, better living through chemistry, what you got to do to get that arm moving. I don't care if they got to throw, you know, 300 milliliters of cortisone in there. But he, you got – tomorrow night, honest to God, Joe, I if he doesn't go six innings, I think we're in trouble. because. No, if he could go six innings, the bats come alive a little bit, and then you could you could find a way to work three innings out of your bullpen. The guy, you got to score the, some early runs, Mita. you got you well, to play with the, the lead. That's the
0: biggest this thing. This team hasn't you played with the lead outside of game three.
1: Well, that's it. And you get to that bullpen with a .88 ERA, good luck. Like The good thing is, listen, this is game six, right? They pretty much have seen all uh, most of the hitters on the Phillies have seen every arm that's coming out of that bullpen. Yep. It yep. sounds like they're gonna like when Hector Naris got in there, man. I'm like, Jesus, can we jump on this guy? Yep. And like I think he only face like is the rule you gotta face three guys? Like, did he yep. face three dudes? I don't know. Well, anyway, maybe it's, it's we jump you start all over Hector. But we've seen these guys and, and and here's the other question, Joe. They're coming with their left hander, Mr. Greaser. Volmer Valdez or whatever his name is or the Forever. question is right now now Thompson he's been he's been known to, to switch up the lineup right like yep he did in so game if two there's a left right so is he going to go Veerling and Sosa again or you just put your best players on the field and maybe just try to go with Stott and Marsh even though they don't hit left-handed pitching well I would I mean, leave I... Stodd in because he
0: gives you professional at-bats. If you pull Marsh, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe last night they should have bunted Marsh. Maybe. I mean, the one thing you couldn't have there in the eight was a strikeout. You got first and third. You've got to nice. run back. You have one out. Yeah. You have to put the ball in play. Yeah. And he ah. didn't do it. He didn't do it. And well, then Schwarber hits that seed and
1: tough break. Right. Well, and that and that's the other tough thing. If if you want to break down the series, man, way too many strikeouts for yep. the Philly. And I this know. was
0: that was their Achilles heel throughout what was an up and down and very sure. Much painful at times regular season. Yeah. Uh but the last four weeks they have been playing baseball like we hadn't seen, to be quite okay. honest. um yeah. it was a you know, it was a hell of a ride. You know, now they gotta go down and do the impossible. But I
1: mild exists, right? It's all about tomorrow night right like listen you're not worried about game seven you got to get to game seven here's the thing if you can find a way to muster up a win tomorrow then the pressure right the Astros are feeling no pressure because they're like listen we're going home for two just like we said there's no way we're going to lose two out of three at home and we end up doing it now you go to the Astros and like well there's no way we can lose two at home yeah. But if you can find a way to steal game six, then all the pressure shifts yeah. to the asterisk. You already they're in won front of their cap. They've done this before, right? Yeah. Haven't the Nationals, they take- the Nationals right.
0: went there and won game six and seven. Right. And, and we, you know, the Phillies already took game one down there, albeit in somewhat dramatic fashion. But right. they proved they can, they can win down there. Right. And game two, honestly, they were rallying late. I mean, Schwarber's ball is a foot right. foul on that, uh, you know, or that's a – you Know that would have made it 5 3 at the time, and you still were in the eighth inning, like so. It has been literally That's a series it. of inches,
1: Um yeah, I mean, and but Jesus, man, you just look at the asterisk pitching from their starters in the bullpen. I mean, it's like, I mean, what is it? They're third, what, what, they had
0: what? a 2.9 era when in the they, regular season as a staff, right?
1: Well, they which is um, they, unheard of, so they won't. So they wouldn't pitch McCullers, right? They would pitch the no-hitter guy. Right? Yeah, it's
0: Valdez and then the no-hitter guy, Javier, yes. um, oh. in Game Seven. Oh. But you know, Rob Thompson said today, if he has to use Ranger Suarez tomorrow, he will. So that's you know, it. Wheeler's and not it's getting all it done. Hands on deck. And you then know, Nola, but now would, Nola would start Game Seven, and then right. Pitches is after that, right? Exactly. Which scares the hell out of me. But like you said, you got to get there first. So. That's um it. let's just you know we just got to pray to god that zach wheeler's arm miraculously feels better that his fastball is zipping and then mm-hmm. he just guts this thing out i mean he has nothing to save it for and if we've seen anything
1: yeah i mean like kurt Young in that one game for what yeah, the, the bloody night. sock i don't know there was one game he i literally think he threw 140 pitches because he knew it was like the last game Maybe it was I, against I, Toronto in the World Series. I don't know. One thing we Maybe. know is Zach
0: Wheeler's not going to back down.
1: No. and I, There's nobody
0: else on this staff I'd rather have out there. So, That's tired it. arm, not his best stuff. He's got to gut it out. You know, they're going to try and jump on him early. He's got to take advantage of that. His off-speed stuff's got to be down, but it's got to be enticing. And if, if he can get through a few innings and the Phils can jump out and get a lead, you know, there's no reason they can't win that baseball game. One more thing, just real quick on Game Five that drove me crazy, and this I got home in time for this, so I saw the eighth inning, like sort of that mini rally that came up a little short. But um, Casiano's had just walked, which is a miracle. <laughs> and Boone comes drives up, drives
1: me crazy by swinging at every first pitch. Oh, but it's I mean the I'm whole like, stadium knows, and yeah. I
0: think I think he walked, and then Boone came up. Why not take a pitch? Because he didn't—he sw- yeah. didn't swing at a strike. This guy just walked somebody. I know their bullpen's lights out, but he just sure. walked somebody. So now sure. the tying run is on. Right? Or yep. the, yeah. The tying runs at the plate. Excuse me. So yep. the crowd's into it. Take a pitch. Swings at a high strike that's out of the zone. Now you're yep. down 0-1. He eventually and punches out. Yeah. And I don't think uh, Montero, whatever the hell his name is, threw a strike. What's he do right. to the next guy? He walks him. Like you have to have some patience up there occasionally. And I know they've never been there.
1: I know this well, is a big moment well, for these why, guys. Like, when they got that rally, right? When they scored the, oh my god, this is the perfect guy to get up because you know he's gonna work in that bat. And he literally stared like three pitches because he was yeah. like, "I'm gonna make this guy throw me a freaking strike." You, the only thing you the the only thing you can hope
0: is that this experience pays dividends for every single one of these guys moving forward if they're unable to get it done, you know? Exactly. But no. obviously you never know you're guaranteed to get back here. So they got to right. make the most of it tomorrow. All right, John Mita, we're going to have a, a, a shot of Phillies uh, juice right now. I need to know the final score with the Phillies obviously winning.
1: All right, final score tomorrow. They're going to find a way. I'm going to go with six to four. Fight it, and all right? It's, and it's basically the game's gonna be like three three, or like no, I think the game will be like four three, and then somebody's gonna hit a two run home run late in the game. Probably I'm gonna say the top of the eighth inning to make it like six three. And maybe the Astros tack on a run, and that's the finish. All right, so. you got six four. I got
0: five three. Fills.
1: Okay, I like it.
0: And. I don't know why, and I, I know I'm probably going to be insane here, but I just feel like at some point, Castellanos has to hit a baseball.
1: Oh, uh, that's what he does. You I don't get to college, I hit baseballs. I'm I am mean, man. I just think, for- like,
0: one of, these, one of these nights he has to come through, right? I mean, and I'll, I'll add this. I think the day off really benefits the Phillies. And I know you might argue that, like, all oh, the loss will linger. It stings. It was heartbreak. You no. got to go back. We well, had to go back there anyway. And What's if it? anything, the Astros are going home. And when you go home, there's distractions. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's nice to be in your bed, but you got family, you got tickets to allocate your kids, all these okay. things on the road. You just, you're at the hotel. You're with the guys. And I think of the Phillies bring their work boots tomorrow night. They can find a way to scratch out a win and keep this season alive. That's what I'm no. banking on.
1: No, it, Listen, if if listen, if there's one thing, man, this team has kind of felt a little more comfortable on the road. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, they just – look at how they start off every series. They basically split every series, you know? So, yep. I don't think they mind it. They don't mind – I don't think they're scared of Houston's crowd like somebody would be, you know, coming into our place. You know, maybe not the last two games. But, yeah, so, no, I think – and here, listen, the be, The most beautiful thing is to, here's the other deal. I, I'm almost, maybe it's better that they are playing on the road. Cause like if they were playing on the, the pressure of being home, might get to, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they have nothing to lose. They're playing the best team. Well, in the baseball. way they swung the bats the last couple
0: of games it was like, they were trying to hit home runs and have these walk-off moments. And Right.
1: I agree. Let's go down to Houston and play some freaking small ball. Like we small did against ball. the Braves. And defensively be sound Yes and and, and and not waste the bats Work the at-bats Work these pitchers yep. Make them earn it Don't yep. swing garbage The first two pitches at bat You know, when they're throwing curveballs And kicking cups and breaking balls Like And and just And just you know, Listen Just let it fly, man Like whatever, yeah, You got
0: nothing to lose You're down there You got nothing you got to lose.
1: lose And then You get the game seven At that point It's like you got to give the home you know, the home, the home team the advantage. But at the same time, stranger things have happened. Who knows? Maybe somebody is so dialed in, like a Bryce Harper or the Redemption Song for Reese, that they just will that or Schwerber. They just will the team to a victory in Game Seven, where you're just like, my God, this is what it's all about. Because if they can get to a Game Seven, Bryce Harper has shown over and over this postseason. That he he will find a way to get his team to victory. He will he will do everything in his power. So all right,
0: well let's pray to God they get it done. Um, That's it. Let's shift to the birds. I got about we got about four or five minutes here, John Mita.
1: Okay, um, I can do that. We're tell fun. me
0: tell me what you saw. Eight and zero. Fly go fly. Best sure. team in football continues sure. to find a way. It wasn't pretty, but on a short week they'll get it done. Now they enjoy about ten days off.
1: Yeah. Um, listen. The other, I love the fact that Jalen Hurts, the defense comes out a little flat, you know, my man Jonathan Ginn, and had him ready for one of the best running backs in the NFL, at least a top 10 running back who came out. of yeah. The Eagles are giving up six yards to carry. That might have been due to Jordan Davis, but a lot of times these teams come out sloppy on Thursday night. But I love the fact that basically Jalen responded with like a 91-yard drive because they had a penalty on the kickoff and just marched his team down, made some good throws, Good decisions. They got the running game going with Miles Sanders. This football team is legit. They turned people over. They got three sacks from Javon Hargrave yesterday, which is totally welcoming because he was one of those pieces on the defensive line at the tackle position because Fletcher Cox sometimes becomes invisible. That was great to see. And it's like the additions of Howie, man. Howie took flack. I mean, I'm sure people have seen the viral video. Joe and I were talking off air about it. Like, Guy held up a sign that was like had Rieger's name and Art Whiteside and 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 how he came over and jabbed at him, but like the the Cindy Gardner Johnson, I mean, you want to talk about? <laughs> like, I mean, right Chauncey, now, Chauncey, 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 Well, they come call on, him, man. Wait, what's his nickname though? It's like C Dub or C C two two or C Z two two. I don't know. Whatever. His nickname should be Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, right now he's got five interceptions and we've only played eight games. So if he gets over to like, if he can get another five more, the 10-11 mark. But what, What? I mean, what a great trade that was. And the signing of James Bradburn. Now we have two legit corners. That's why Jonathan Gavin drives me nuts. It's like the Houston Texans had their third, their fourth, their fifth wide were starters last night. You know, wide receivers three through five were their starters. So it's like, are you really worried about them beating you deep? Load up the damn box and stop the run game. Start some run blitzing, blitz the A gap, bring up the safeties. Like he just drives me nuts. But listen, double digit win. Vegas is sneaky because the game opened at 11 and a half. They end up winning 29 to 17. But you also have to keep in mind once Brandon Cooks got, you know, saying that he wasn't going to play, then the line jumped up to 13 and a half. Vegas always knew his best. But ain't all. Let's give our kudos to Jalen, Jalen Hurts. One quick thing. I just want to read you with his stats. Somebody compiled it, and I thought it was just glorious, so I thought I read. Jalen Hurts, 2022 so far. Hamilton, I know you don't listen to this podcast, so I'm going to put your name out there as being a detractor. But he's a, he's 8 no. He's the first quarterback in Eagles history to lead the team 8 no. He's got a 68.2 completion percentage. That is 6th in the NFL. 2042 passing yards, that's fifth. 12 passing touchdowns, tied for six, Two interceptions, one fumble loss recovery, one fumble. His touchdown interception ratio is six, that's second in the league. 326 rush yards, that's fourth amongst quarterbacks. Six rushing touchdowns, first among quarterbacks. QBR is 62.5, fifth. And his rating, his uh, rating overall is 107.8, and which is third in the league. Damn. I mean, he is doing it at every single level. Can I have and one thing now, to that? I saw last night that
0: his rush attempts are down as well, which is a great well, sign like because you know game, he can always,
1: you know. Exactly. In the first game against the Lions, he what? rip off like 16 runs. Like he's never even been – I think maybe one other game he might have ran it ten times other than that, which is good. And the other thing, I, I love the matchup. I love the maturation process of him basically um, of him throwing the ball away when nothing's open and, you know, not forcing it. You look at young quarterbacks in the NFL. A lot of times what they'll do is they'll try to make a play. They want to make a play and they just force it. They throw back across the middle. Boom. Picked off. He's maturing. He's making sure he's not taking the big blows when he is running, gets down, runs out of bounds. And, and the other thing, I think, as far as his maturation and growth process goes, basically getting his team in the right play. His pre-snap work has been unbelievable this year. So, a lot of good things. It's a long season. Like I said, we, there's so much football to be played. But, I mean, they had the over-under in Vegas was, what, eight and a half wins for the Birds this year? I don't know how the hell I didn't jump all over that one. Good Lord. Anyway.
0: I'll add to this, John. I mean, I know your biggest concern moving forward is the rush defense. Mine continues yep. to be the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, you know, my lot is my lot has not been my, my, I don't know what's up, but, you know, they need to do a better job protecting the quarterback. Now, if they're just bringing guys on every snap, because nobody can figure out how to stop the birds, that's one thing. You know, they keep winning, so it's hard to nitpick. But I want to see more from this offensive line as, as the year
1: moves on. That's that's very fair. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of times he got beat by Jerry Hughes, who's pretty much one of the longest, oldest tooth you know, defensive yeah. ends, and maybe still lingering from that injury. I mean, that that shoulder injury that he suffered. So,
0: yeah, well, shoulder doesn't affect his feet or his heart. And to me, it looks like he's just a little lazy out there. at Time's off the snap. So,
1: gotcha. Anyway. Um, all right, brother.
0: Go, fills. Go, birds. Enjoy the uh, mini bye week, and hopefully, the next time we talk, we're talking uh, while you're at the parade.
1: You got. It. Love to hear it and All see. Right. Appreciate Adam.
0: everybody tuning in, brother. Love podcast for John Mita, Joe O'Donnell. Till next time, go. Go, Phil.